0: Welcome to the Entertainment Business Wisdom Podcast special segment, This Just In. Start your year off right by listening to your host, Kaya Alexander's State of the Entertainment Industry Market Report for Above the Line Creatives. You'll get smart fast about the latest trends affecting creatives in the entertainment industry, including the WGA negotiations with streamers and the all-important mandates. Resolve to subscribe, rate, and review Kaya's Entertainment Business Wisdom podcast, where you'll find in-depth interviews with entertainment industry insiders. You can find Kaya tweeting at ThisIsKaya. Check out career development course offerings at entertainmentbusinessleague.com. Now, here's Kaya Alexander's 2023 Q1 State of the Industry Market Report for Above the Line Creatives enjoy.
1: All right, I'm stoked to be here with you. I'm Kaya Alexander, founder of the Entertainment Business School. And we're going to talk trends in entertainment and what they might mean for your career goals in 2023 working above the line in TV and film. The theme has been coming into 2023, surprising twists, because 2022 was a weird year in the entertainment business that saw the Will Smith slap of Chris Rock at the Oscars and the killing of Batgirl by Warner Discovery, the strange and getting stranger by the minute acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk, the proliferation of Mastodon and other social accounts like Hustle Up and Hive capturing those abandoned Twitter users, Avatar exceeded a billion dollars at the global box office. And of course, the beloved powerful push of smaller film from A24, like everything everywhere all at once. And for fun, the most celebrated trailer of the year on social media with cocaine bear. White Lotus is still a huge conversation starter as was Glass Onion. It seems like it doesn't matter if you love it. What matters is people talk about it, which drives our number one commodity, the attention economy. Last year, the streaming bubble burst when Wall Street decided that growth no longer matters when ascribing value to streamers, and Netflix's stock took a massive dive. And now revenue is the metric, not growth. So the AVOD model is once again a relevant strategy that streamers are all embracing. What are the buyers worth in Q4 of 2022? This is interesting. 2.3 billion for Apple versus 934 billion for Amazon as the leading buyers. Netflix, 144 billion. Paramount, 12 billion. Lionsgate is 2 billion, one of the mini majors, which is the same as Peloton. Disney, 172 billion. Remember that includes Hulu. Comcast is 153 billion under the umbrella of which is universal, right? It's hard to remember all these nesting places of where everything is located. And I always am looking to my media map to, uh, to remember, right to remember. Um, okay, so churn is the name of the game, right? Subscribers mm-hmm. just grab a subscription for the time it takes to watch a new show and then cancel. And we know platforms are getting more hip to this, and they're dropping episodes every week, just like old-fashioned TV from my childhood, which is crazy. I can barely remember everything I'm watching. I need an app for that. Spec script sales are down in the market by 26% to last year. The leading management companies each only sold two, right? A lot of great TV was canceled last year. Minx getting dropped after a season two renewal really stands out painfully. Henry Cavill getting told he will be Superman and then also getting dropped stands out. My therapist loves to remind me that this industry is heartless and it's kind of a sad fact. The attention economy is captured more by video games than TV and film. There are fewer jobs there for above the line, but still it's worth keeping an eye on that growth and the job security that games offers. So the mandates dropped in Q4, and uh, I wanna cover these in a lot more depth. I share them with my students in the entertainment business school, but I wanted to capture some wave crests for you to see, to watch out for. What is out? White savior stories and biopics. What's in? Hard comedy. I'll leave it to you to Google hard comedy. It's hard to find. Let's talk features. And it looks like studios are more passionate than ever about reviving their existing IP and wanting package and cast driven projects that are like a little further along. Echoed across feature film mandates, buyers want comedies. I think it's great news. Comedies, romances, commercial franchise features. Features like Jumanji, which popped up on multiple buyer mandates. No more dramas in film right now unless it's an awards contender. Let's look at the TV mandates overview. Interesting, really, really different here. Funnier, younger, more diverse is a theme, except for Apple, which is skewing 30 and over. Drama mandates are mostly in TV, not features, just so you know. Um, Smart, high concept YA. ABC wants an LGBTQ relationship drama, which was the only LGBTQ that stood out to me in the mandate list. NBC said the success of NCIS Hawaii was too was so big for them, which was great. Which uh, with a woman of color lead surrounded by diverse cast, yay! Lots of buyers looking for hard comedy. I assume that means joke heavy. Netflix would like an older cast show to replace Kaminsky Method and Grace and Frankie. Uh, limited series, you really need an A-list actor attached for big streamers. Female-driven has been emphasized, as is woman of color for many buyers. Yay. Smart with heart. soapy be fun. Right? These are the things we saw mentioned a lot. And also shows mentioned a lot. Yellowstone, Emily in Paris, Fleabag, What We Do in the Shadows, Killing Eve, Yellow Jackets, and Hacks. Right, Buyers looking for shows like expect there to just be less money available for big budget fantasy and period unless there's major ip attached and a big package in place all right so let's talk about the possible writers strike looming in 2023 which of course affects everyone in the industry but especially writers why it may happen the wga is renegotiating their deal with the streamers which was made before anyone knew that streaming would be a thing, right? With the rise of mini rooms and no back-end, writers are struggling. There needs to be less free work, no free work, where multiple writers are crafting pitches for OWAS and losing out. It's too much time, right? Why it could be good. good. Writer strikes may mean that buyers shore up on content and order more shows. Why it could be bad, no work for guild writers and above the line creatives who need that regular income. What does this mean for you and for your career? With a possible recession looming, more established reps are concerned with getting work for their existing clients. Totally understandable, not taking on new clients. However, less established reps with smaller desks, bigger management companies, or even smaller shingles are still looking for talent, especially with knockout script samples or killer reels. So if you're not yet repped, focus on your killer sample or reel and target lateral networking, and also cold queries, especially if you have something stand out in your background, it really helps. Like if you were a Navy SEAL who now wants to write network procedurals, right? That will only help you. Great scripts can still cut through the noise. I compare it to winning Olympic gold or a Nobel prize. Is it possible? Yes. Is it hard? Harder than ever. Not everyone agrees with me on this, but the numbers are kind of clear. The competition is fiercer than ever. In the 1990s, there were less than 10 film schools in the United States, and now every university offers a film degree. It's proliferated. Now there are 50,000 grads a year coming out with film degrees. This is an industry that's tiny, It can't support them all. So you have to be very strategic in your approach in 2023, especially with a possible recession looming. So if you're repped, remember to tee up your beginning of your strategy session with your team. You've gotta be the driver for your team. Inspire them, wow them, remind them that you're worth fighting for. It's really important you take the lead on that. If you're taking out material, shop around. The buyers all want something different and you've got to check their box. Staffing is harder than ever. So you want to make sure you're reaching out to showrunners and EPs on your own. Build those relationships in addition to relying on your reps. Lean into your personal experience and how it will be a value to that show. It really helps if you already have credits to staff. I know, I know, I know, but it is what it is. Directors, if you're not, working at look to the fellowships, all the networks offer them. It's been hard going for women directors in TV. There's more women directors than ever, right? 50% of film school grads in directing. Um, The breakthroughs are tough to come by, but I want you to remember that the DGA is required by federal law not to favor men. There are mandates in place to hire women, and you've gotta take advantage of those. Query reps looking for diverse voices, for female voices, intersectionality is really important for new directors, for a lot of reps. Remember that commercials are the bread and butter for most directors, so don't expect to earn a sustained living in features outside advertising and TV supplementing. Actors work on forging relationships with casting directors. Be memorable and friendly and make sure they know you and can remember you for other work if you don't land this part all about relationship building. There's a reason I say find your wolf back in the entertainment business school. It's all about that, right? So if you enjoyed this report, be sure to subscribe at entertainmentbusinessleague.com. Check out my podcast, Entertainment Business Wisdom. I bring on amazing special guests uh, in the industry each week and follow me on social media at this is Kaya. Oh, Crush 2023, you got this. I'm proud of you and I'm excited to hear how it goes for you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Entertainment Business Wisdom. We invite you to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Please like, review, and share it with your friends and colleagues. Kaya Alexander, can be reached on Twitter for your questions or comments at this is Kaya. Get entertainment business career training, as well as a free special report, how to pitch anything in one minute at www.entertainmentbusinessleague.com. Thank you.